0: Hello, welcome to September. Uh, welcome to X Marks the
1: Spot. We still got a few left.
0: Yes. Listeners, please send in your comments on this too, please. Um, it's been a busy time since we last spoke, I think, in, in the summer. Lots going on. Um, right now in the U.S., of course, the big watch is when weather becomes news and the gigantic hurricane that is pummeling the North Carolina coast. Um, it sounds like the it's high winds. It's been downgraded at least a little bit. But what's interesting, as you listen to the news reports and even the government speaking is that you have there is some tenor of that climate change is playing a part in this and what part it has to play and thinking about the politics of this from the from the governor's office.
1: absolutely. So there was a news report in The Guardian uh, about this. apparently six years ago or thereabouts, North Carolina passed a law that said if you are talking about uh, rating, a building, or you're going to be doing insurance on a property or whatever, you're not allowed to take climate change into account. You're just not even allowed to mention it. And that kind of brilliant head in the sand thing really works until the water covers the sand. Yes. Then you have a serious problem. And that's exactly where we are now. So so much of the pretense of, oh, it's a global conspiracy, and it's not true, and it's just lefties who want to run our lives, right? Well, you know, when Miami runs out of drinking water, when North Carolina finds itself fifty miles in land with salt water everywhere. Now, then we can have a different conversation.
0: Well, and a 14, 13 or 14-foot foot surge is huge. And listening to the governor, the Republican governor of North Carolina talk, I, you did hear him say, actually, the words, climate change. So it, it's just thinking that when it hits your state, it's a lot harder to politicize it and to talk to your to the people who are fleeing the coasts and to deny that this is something yeah. that ex- I mean, that you exists. know, currently,
1: in fairness, hurricanes happen. We've had hurricanes for hundreds of years yeah. and, there, and there, thousands of years, right? But the fact that they are very big, that they're changing their behavior, that they stay over land, that they're dumping all this water, the the frequency and intensity is actually going up. Yeah, it's all according it's it's all in accord with what you would predict from these models of climate change. So, you know, you can keep saying it's not true. To me, I think we mentioned this before in our last Mm -hmm. podcast, um, you know, there's serious risk that the next few years Miami's fresh water could become seriously corrupted. At that point in time, what are you gonna do? Wipe off three, you know, billion in assets just Mm -hmm. on property values? Mm -hmm. I mean, huge losses Potentially, so yes, definitely. So this is this is a harbinger. It's not just about the right. hurricane; it's about right. this is our new normal, folks.
0: Well, and there's also a typhoon, a massive typhoon, about to hit land in the Philippines. The Philippines, I believe. yeah, I believe. So these two big, uh, these two big storms. Um, there's stuff going on. Lots of politics going on in Europe right now. I mean, this is uh, a different type of storm. Yes.
1: So, did you see that thing that I tweeted, the, the picture I tweeted?
0: I did see that. So, what was the translation of that so campaign? It, it,
1: poster? Uh, it says Deutsche Leitkultur, and then it was uh, Islamfrei Schule, basically. So, that's sort of an appeal to kind of like real German culture and basically Islamfrei. Now, the, 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 if you go on my Twitter feed, you'll see this. It's like the Sound of Music poster, mm-hmm. right? Done Nazi style. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's these Aryan kids, and one of them seems to be giving a very sort of interesting raising of the arm. And then underneath it says Islam frei. Well, during World War II, one of the Nazi posters was Judenfrei, with mm-hmm. Juden meaning Jews. So, you know, I tweeted it out and got a bit of flack for it. But I said, you know, if anyone has any doubt that some of these parties really aren't Nazis, have a look at this. It's kind of hard to avoid the symbolism. So, you know, that politics is really heating up. We see a backlash against it, however. Hungary is in the dock. Because the European People's Party, which is this kind of bunch of people who hang out together as a group in the European mm-hmm. Parliament, have now turned against Fidesz, Orbán's party, mm-hmm. which can open Hungary up to sanctions, and Hungary's then gone bonkers, etc. So this whole sort of you know populism, nationalism, identity politics, anti-Islam—that's mm-hmm. that's the feature, not the bug. That's definitely the way it's going.
0: So this is interesting. From so, of course, I think of America um, with my. Um, Interest in American politics uh, that this is not a division along party lines, but along country lines, Yes. and that it's a fight amongst leaders who are elected, as opposed to an intra-party fighting or you know in Congress or or something like that. So it seems like the implications are far more wide-reaching when you have Hungary versus the UK or Italy versus um, EU or yeah. any of those mix of countries. So you have
1: all of the sort of the damage of a ten-year-long crisis and recession, and then you have the lack of faith in Europe institutions you have the collapse of center parties and as you correctly say you're now beginning to see kind of states against each other mm-hmm. or blocks of states which you know in Europe is kind of worrying you, you mm-hmm. don't really want to have that going on and it's important to remember the two states that are in the dock for this sort of stuff which is Poland and Hungary the presidents in in parties dominant parties in those countries actually have quite a lot of domestic support Hmm. So this isn't somebody who's done a pooch and hoodwinked everyone, yeah. right? There's a lot of Hungarian support for basically very strong anti-Islamic, anti-immigrant politics, and that speaks to the fact that Europe is not one thing. Mm-hmm. There are cosmopolitan liberal parts, and there are some very conservative parts. And just like the United States, that creates interest in politics on a state level.
0: Well, this is what I was curious about with your tweet of the campaign posters, whether there's any pushback against that. But given the context for the countries in which this is happening, in fact, there's no pushback. This is
1: So you would think that the left would be all over this, but yeah. the, the SPD in Germany is so discredited. The last poll I saw had them at seventeen percent and the mm-hmm. AFD at eighteen percent. Yeah. So they're now below the people who are basically recycling Nazi posters from the nineteen mm-hmm. thirties. So, yeah, worrying times.
0: Yeah. One of the interesting things happening here in the US is. Um, the Nike campaign posters oh, yeah. that, that it happened. So, Just or, burn it. Right. Burn it! That have been, to, that have been plastered all over um, the airways, but also on um, at our newspapers and it's a Colin Kaepernick ad mm-hmm. that got tons and tons of press and um, I can't remember exactly what the tagline is but it's sacrificing something to believe it, yeah, it, even if you lose everything. everything yeah, you're right. Exactly, yeah. And I, it's a really powerful ad but the burning of the Nike shoes and such vitriol against the pretty harmless Nike ad um, going into the start of the NFL season. It was so interesting to me as a football fan, as a fan of athletics, that there's still this very quick and uh, this quick anger that erupts around Kaepernick. Yeah, he has been out of a job for a year.
1: So I mean, it's it's a bit sort of like the the politics of Obama in a way, in which you know there's always a sort of a racist undercurrent to this because yeah. you know he is a he is a quarterback of color if yes, you want to put it yeah. that way, right? And then any company which comes along and takes a side on this because it is painted very much as you're a patriot or you're not, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is this is very interesting play by Nike. I'm I'm not interested in the politics so much mm-hmm. as why Nike thought this was a good idea, mm-hmm. and it seems to be if you look at their quarterly sales way up
0: Oh yep, yeah,
1: they're way up. Hmm. So you know the people who are burning them, maybe they have to go and replace them, and they still buy Nikes. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to be yeah. hurting them in any way. So it's a really interesting marketing point yeah. that you would do this.
0: The other nuance, which we have spoken about before, in terms of NBA versus NFL and the different audiences that that watch both of them, is that Nike's really going after and where, where the NBA doesn't have the you have to stand and put your hand on your heart for the uh, for the anthem. Is that clearly Nike's going after similar fans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In terms of the urban young um, fans that may not necessarily be the the tailored NFL crowd, so I thought yeah. that was kind of a uh, an interesting aspect as as well.
1: Oh yeah, there was that wonderful op-ed in the Times. Did you write it? I did. I did okay. thank company. goodness. It was me because I actually worked deep inside the admi- No, of course it wasn't me. Senior advisor. There is a question, as to, you know, to who it is, but but I think it's less interesting than what it said. Mm-hmm. So here's my version of of what it said. Right. So uh, th- the people around the president think that the president is unfit for office. So that would mean that you should basically get rid of the president and put the vice president in charge. That's what the Constitution mm-hmm. says. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But we didn't do that, because mm-hmm. we wanted these tax cuts Mm. So, so basically, we're willing to jeopardize the republic and violate the constitution, even though, in our estimation, the guy mm-hmm. is unfit for office, because we're so greedy <laughs> that we want these tax cuts. And you know what? We're going to not do it now because we might not get wiped out in November, and that means we can get more tax cuts. Yeah, that's that's basically how I read that. It's like, really, you think? And then you dress yourself up as a hero.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I my take on this was. First of all, it, I, I didn't elect anonymous writer, um, and I, I don't know that it makes me feel very comfortable to have people, advisors who are now protecting uh, us, the voters, the people from yes. whatever's going on in the Oval Office. And so what you know, one of the many different takes on this was that this is not a constitutional crisis, but a small-D democratic crisis. And I thought the same thing. I don't know that I want some senior advisor protecting me from the, from the duly elected yeah. president of the United Absolutely. States. So mostly, I was like, okay, this is a retread of what's going on at Bob Woodward's book and all of these other, um, all of these other accounts of the Oval Office. But mostly, it's if you if you're working for this person that you have no faith in, like hand in your resignation. No,
1: because those tax cuts are really important to me and my billionaire friends. That's all about. So you really are
0: craven. You're totally craven. And you and
1: and that you're. It's amazing you're dressing yourself up as a hero for the yes. most venal of reasons. Yes, yes. And and ultimately, what you're saying is just trust me. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's exactly. That went right. really That's well exactly when we right. did Iraq. Remember yes. that the just yes. trust me stuff? Yes. Yeah, that went that went down really well.
0: Yeah, because somehow I'm gonna I know more, and I love that yeah. point. Just just oh, trust me.
1: Brutal. So on so that.
0: Just trust me. We had Sheryl Sandberg from Facebook and the head of Twitter uh, testifying Dorsey, before yeah. uh, before Congress. Jack
1: Dorsey has a really cool name. He does. Have, he's, yeah, like a, he's like he's like an old Hollywood star. Exactly. Like Jack. Just dark, uh, I wish I was called Jack Dorsey. It's a great name. Yes. What's your name? Jack yeah. Dorsey. It's a yeah. great name. Yeah. Totally great name. Punchy, exactly. Did
0: you watch any of the testimony? No, I didn't either. I can't watch any of that stuff. Yeah.
1: So you know, you read the (laughs) press reports. No, what's really interesting is what was in the background of it, which was, and I think we spoke about this. uh, Did we talk about this last time? I can't remember. That uh, Trump coming out and saying, "Google, better watch out." Right. Right. So, so basically, we've now got to the point of nakedly trying to manipulate. The the search algorithms for media now. Admittedly, Google. I think it was Google came out, or Twitter came out. It was Twitter came out and said, "Yeah, our algorithm made a mistake, and basically was downgrading sort of legitimate conservative voices along with the ones that we want to exclude for reasons of hate speech, etc." So you know, we screwed up. Yeah, you can absolutely find tweet the twine, You know, fine tune these things. But it's important to remember that all these things do is a version of what does everybody else read? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what they're reading, Mm -hmm. right? So to come along and say, well, this is unfair, it's like, well, they're the ones who are choosing it. We're just the vector of this. Now, if you don't believe that and you're actually going to have state control of search algorithms, Welcome to Russia and China, folks, because yes. that's what that is.
0: Well, this is what I think you're pressing on the point that I'm always confused about. So we drag people in front of Congress, and it's always funny. The memes on Twitter are explaining how technology explaining works tech to, to old people. Your, yeah, yeah, exactly. And but what what are we trying to get out of them? I don't know what we want, what changes we want. And this ties into the Russia point, meaning what's, you know, Russia interfering in our midterm elections. Again. Yeah. And again, our point is always, well, the U.S. just tried to interfere in an election last week. So is this really news? But I don't know really what Congress wants them to say or do.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm with you on this. It's sort of you bring these people in and then they explain what they do and you say, well, you're not doing a good enough job. And they go, yeah, we know. We're trying yeah. to do better. And then everyone has lunch. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's, right. that's pretty much, it's right. like, okay, what was that for? But, you know, this is the, the the one of the reasons that people are so fed up with not just Congress, legislatures across yeah. the world is that, you know, there used to be the case you had these robust legislatures and they would invoke programs mm-hmm. and they would pass laws and they would spend money and build stuff. And and you could agree with it or disagree with it. Now what they do is they do hearings. It's just like performance. It's like people yeah, come in and get exactly dragged right. in, and they get yeah. to think, look, I'm yeah. wagging my finger at yeah. someone, right? I'm an a great vote for me. And it's like, this is it? This is what you draw a salary for?
0: It's like a task force, a useless task force. Exactly,
1: like task force is useless. Yes.
0: I So I get a bunch of job ads and I've been noticing that Facebook is hiring like crazy for global election positions around the world. Oh, wow. And so I was one. I mean, this is clearly some sort of response to this, but it's really interesting in the stuff that they're looking for. So product managers and really rolling out sort of this. So they are trying to change things, yeah. but rolling out election services, procedures, policies with an eye towards, I think, better election coverage, better election information. I'm not sure
1: but is or, or, or another way to look at it is you know well we've being accused of manipulating the election so let's just run it yeah
0: yes yes um, well and this is I don't do you care what's happening with Russia anymore
1: I'm, I'm rush it out okay I'm totally I mean even okay. even the scriptural poisoning as that continues that yes. British story it's absolutely mad. I mean, when you think about it. This is what supposedly happened. And I, I believe the British government's account. I don't think they're, you know, false flagging this or yeah. whatever. But you send a couple of agents with absolutely toxic, lethal stuff in a perfume bottle. <laughs> you you then basically kip up to Salisbury somehow you manage to spray this on a door handle without like murdering yourself, which I also <laughs> believe they they did. I don't yeah. think it's a false right. Yeah. And then the whole thing's so crazy that like you can just have disinformation and deniability, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So you you know no matter how much proof the Brits have, like, the whole thing's so bonkers. You're like really, yeah. And it's that type of asymmetric information warfare which yes. Russia's been practicing so well, yeah, which makes it so hard to sustain a focus.
0: That's exactly right, because the other side just says no. Yeah. And it's it was, a movie. They were tourists. Yeah. It's like, they weren't yeah.
1: tourists. Nobody goes to Salisbury in the middle of the week. <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: It's a movie with starring Jack Dorsey. I mean, e- exactly. It's just Maybe so... Jack Dorsey's secret agent. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, so uh, thinking about, is there any good news this week?
1: Uh, there's always good news, Carrie. It's just that it's easier to concentrate on the sucky stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, how about this or, one? Go on. Yes. Oh, no. Uh, Did you read about uh, Mark Wahlberg's workout regime?
0: I didn't, and I can only imagine <laughs> what it looks like given what he what given what he looks yeah, like. Yeah, his right? action star status. So,
1: so, so, think, you know, this. I lived in Boston for a few years, and you know Boston well as well. You know, maybe it's just something about Boston people who behave this way. But he gets up. I think it was two fifteen in the morning. Has oh breakfast and prays, and which you know, hats off to him. It's like I don't think that many people are calling God at three in the morning. So good on you, but yeah. like A direct line. Um. So he's there, <laughs> and then he's in the gym by four. Yeah. Then he has yeah. his. Second breakfast to you know quote the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. uh, and then he goes through the day and then he has another workout and then he's in bed at seven thirty now if you think about it this guy was the highest paid actor last year he made forty two million was he really forty two yeah. million last year and you know he's married he's got four kids you know he's got a business is all the sort of stuff yeah. right so in a sense you know he he really is optimizing his life right yeah. he gets to spend time with his kids you know, he's in bed at a decent hour yeah. like you know he looks incredible the whole lot. But the way I was thinking about this was, you know, if you look at him and if you look at Tom Brady and people like this who also have these insane diets and things, right? They already won the genetic lottery of life. (laughs) They were born on the good part of the distribution. If I tried to do Wahlberg's workout regime, I'd be dead in a week. (laughs) Right, there's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, would it but be, you know, hats off to him.
0: Would it be the praying? Would it be the food? Would it be the early bedtime?
1: I think all of the above. Yeah. I think just that combination. Yeah. After a, I think I'd love it for about three days, and then my heart would give out. It would just its too much.
0: All right, well, thank you. We'll be back in
1: the- I, I mentioned my heart attack, and you just wrap it up like that? <laughs> what is this? Hey, Do I get nothing? Listen, it's
0: bloodless here. You no it's if you bloodless. know heart. If you know Where is bloodless here?
1: Alex, our sound engineer, is like <laughs> dying of laughter here because of Carrie's callousness. It's just because you're so. Listen to Carrie's callousness in <laughs> ne- the next episode.
0: Thank you, everybody. We'll be back.